Welcome to the podcast that transcends awareness into practice. In this season, entitled Harmony in Relationships, we will explore together the steps in the dance of relationship. Each episode builds on the one that preceded it. I present your question. Your question, I respond. Hello, this is Yolanda Kumidu. Welcome to my podcast. Today's episode is about vulnerability. <clears throat> so vulnerability, um, not taken as weakness. Vulnerability, I'm going to be presenting it in the wonderful way that is presented, um, has been presented, introduced and been presented with uh, um, Helen Citra Stone in the system of the psychology of the cells. Um, it's uh, one of the most um, opening, um, enlightening, and useful ways of using vulnerability, understanding vulnerability. Um, so as I am beginning to talk about this very sensitive, vulnerable topic, I just want to say that it doesn't mean we allow vulnerability with everybody. Um, so what I will be talking about today, of course, is in the context of intimate relationships, uh, how to uh, identify, use, communicate vulnerability in relationships that are very important to us with our partner, with very close friends, um, and not with all friends. And because when you open up to your vulner to vulnerability, you also need, it's very important to also know how to close down vulnerability. A lot of wonderful um, um, presenters and authors talked about vulnerability, but I notice it's not so much emphasis on also how to close down, ways to close down. You open your vulnerability and you close down your vulnerability. You protect your vulnerability. So having said that, um, in my experience, I see that there are four levels of the human condition that um, we are we a vulnerability is um, is identified in, meaning there is a need for safety, a need to be protected, to be safe, emotionally and physically, which means that any time we are threatened emotionally or physically, our vulnerability, our deeper level, the state of vulnerability starts to activate, starts to vibrate. And if we don't take care of it, it m moves us to power. Then we attack or we leave or we shut down. So whenever our emotional and physical safety 
is threatened, our vulnerability gets activated. The second level of vulnerability is vulnerability about financial security. That is a level that if we are threatened, um, you see, it has to do with do we have enough food to eat? <laughs> do we have a, a roof over our head? It's basic human uh, survival. The third level that I see is the need to be loved. We all have that need as human beings. So when we talk about vulnerability, we are really talking about basic human needs. The needs for safety and protection, emotional and physical. The need for financial security. The need to be loved. You know, sometimes the need to be loved um, overshadows, <laughs> overtakes the need to love. I, th I find that very interesting. And the fourth level, the fourth need that we have is a need for rest and play. We have a need to play. We have a need to rest. Our body can definitely agree with that. But often, if our personality is the kind of... Um, um, needing to always achieve and always to move and do, um, we don't notice that our body needs to rest. But these are four levels, four basic needs. So vulnerability implies openness, lack of defenses. It implies high level of sensitivity. It's as if we don't have skin. <laughs> it, um, we read every single vibration around us. It is a form. Um, it, is, um, it comes from a, sp a, 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 a space where we experience love and abandonment and rejection, yearning and fear, shyness and insecurity, discomfort, is a place where we are most receptive. We also, it's a place where we receive and we notice, and we take in beauty. So you see, when you're open, you take in both pleasant and unpleasant. And that is a state of vulnerability. All human beings carry it. And we don't have to advertise it everywhere. But we have to be able <laughs> to allow to open, especially with our partner, if we want and we yearn and we long for intimacy in relationships. You see, intimacy, it's impossible to happen 
without access to our vulnerability, which means the powerful parts of our personality. I mentioned before someone who carries um, high achieving, that's the main dominant part of the personality. Um, when that part dominates, it's impossible to be connected, linked, and intimate with a partner. That part, the powerful part, needs to make space, needs to move a bit on the side to allow the vulnerability to open up, for us to open up to vulnerability. The other interesting characteristic of vulnerability is that it's identical in every culture and every race because it's a human condition. When you speak from your vulnerable place, it's you're speaking the ultimate, your truth. That's the bottom line. When you allow yourself to reveal your vulnerability, that's the, your truth. When um, you're vulnerable, there's always a craving for intimacy. Whenever we disown our vulnerability, we move to pure reaction, pure power, and lots of judgment. Our, so we have many different parts in us. And that these different parts, if you want to remind, um, to get a reminder of this, because I'm not going to go into detail, again, you can go to the episode where I talk about opposites attract. That's when I went to detail about the different parts of the personality. So some parts are very young parts. They're the inner children that we carry. And they're the inner children, the way that we were when we were children. They don't grow up. Inner children are not supposed to, be grow, to grow up. The vulnerable child in us holds our vulnerability. And the no, vulnerable child is different from the other inner children. We have a playful and spontaneous child. We have a curious child. We have a part of us that is a magical child. We have a rambunctious child, to name a few, of the different aspects of inner children. The vulnerable child, the part of us that, how, that carries our vulnerability, is very sensitive. It's very quiet. It doesn't have defenses, doesn't use defenses. It's unbelievably perceptive. It, pers it sees everything. So when we cover our vulnerability, 
with these power parts of us, we are not as perceptive. We are not as sensitive. At it, the vulnerable child approaches others with its heart, not the mind. So it's not with the intellect or rational or um, intellectual approach. It's an approach with feeling, sensing into others. It, because of having no defenses, it enables the child to tune in so completely to the surroundings and interact quite intimately. It responds to the slightest changes in the energetic interactions. So, for example, you're talking to me and I am very open to listen to you. And as you're talking to me about, let's say, um, let's say what we are doing tonight. As you're talking to me and connecting with me, all of a sudden you realize you left something undone at your work. That moment, you break connection with me. You're not just talking about us, about the plans for tonight. You just went to work <laughs> because the thought about work came. The, that break of connection at that moment, if my vulnerable child is open, immediately it feels it. It senses it. it the child knows you're not with me anymore. The other part of the vulnerable child, it opens and it comes out only when it's safe enough, when, it's, when I trust, when it feels safe, I come out. I allow the vulnerable child to come out. Now, in the beginning, I talked about the ability to open up and to close down. Because if you open up to vulnerability and you identify with vulnerability, it's not safe in the adult world to walk around with open vulnerability. You become actually a victim to the world. And that is dangerous. It's like walking in the jungle without claws. So it's important that we don't identify with vulnerability. I mean, you know people that identify with vulnerability, um, they relate one horrible story after another, and they were robbed, and then they lost their job, and then they don't have money, and then they, they, they were um, used. And so <laughs> when you identify with being vulnerable all the time, you become a victim, and that's not what this is about. It's about opening up when you want to connect and be intimate in relationships. If we bury our vulnerability, we do not know really who we are. We do not know 
what we like, what we don't like, what annoys us. We don't know what makes us feel good, what doesn't make us feel good. That's why it's very important that we <laughs> have a connection with our own vulnerability. It gives us valuable information about what feeds us and what doesn't feed us, what makes us angry, what we don't like. But in order to get this information, we need to tune in to this vulnerability. Otherwise, you see, that's where we get our information from, of what really works for us and what doesn't work for us. So, and you see, in intimate relationships, you need to have this information to relate to your partner, to let your partner know. You see, one huge mistake in relationships, a fatal mistake, we expect the other to guess what we feel, what we want. They should know. They should be able to read my mind. No. Mm -mm. If you have that expectation, um, things will not go down very well. You will end up with a lot of disappointment, um, conflict, um, and distance. You're responsible. You see, in adulthood, I think the biggest price we pay <laughs> for adulthood is that we have to be responsible now for our vulnerability. It's nobody else's responsibility. It's nobody else's responsibility to predict um, what might hurt us, what might disappoint us. It's our responsibility. It's our responsibility to know that. It's our responsibility to carry our vulnerability. We don't give it away. A lot of people give it to their partner. They expect that their partner should carry their vulnerability or soothe their vulnerability. That's secondary. First, it's our job to know where we're vulnerable and to take care of our vulnerability. Because if we don't, then the power parts of us take over and we become more busy, we become more responsible, we become um, stronger pleasers of others. <laughs> when the vulnerability is not available, we do not have access to the parts of us that make us capable of intimacy. It's just not going to happen. When we approach our relationships with others, with our vulnerability, we bring with us our sensitivities. There is a self-awareness and awareness of the other that brings with it the possibility of intimacy, of warmth in the relationship, of depth, of sharing 
very sensitive information. If you do not experience your vulnerability, you do not know really how to take proper care of yourself because you're not aware of your needs. You're not aware of what makes you feel good. The opposite action, if you're not in touch with your vulnerability, is to move to power. So in relationship where there is trust, there is love, there is some awareness of how you and your partner are similar and how you're opposite, which is very is healthy, is, uh, is uh, um, natural. If you know some basic skills to talk and listen, if you're able to have conflict, clear conflict, and move on, Access to vulnerability is a basic, basic skill, a basic need, a basic ingredient. In close relationships where there is this yearning, this longing to connect, I mean, that's why you get together Anyway, I mean, why being in a rel in rela relationship? Of course, there are many reasons why people get in relationships. Some of, of these reasons have nothing to do with trust, nothing to do with love. Maybe it's just business arrangements, and that's okay if it works for both. Uh, there's no right and wrong reason of getting in relationships. But if we go to the human level, the ultimate human level, and human condition, we find vulnerability, the need to connect, the need to link, to be understood, to be loved. Then it's our re responsibility to know how to identify. And in order to identify re uh, um, uh, vulnerability, we need to have some quiet time sometimes, have some alone time, some still time, that it's very helpful and also unbelievably necessary to connect with nature. That open, helps us open up those parts of us that can receive beauty, can receive the other person. So when it comes to vulnerability, that is one of the most important ingredients to close relationships, meaning to be able to know our vulnerability and to handle our vulnerability. And that's where I want to hold it, about the theme of vulnerability.
Waiting for your feedback, questions, and suggestions on the theme of vulnerability. You can email them at awarenesssuckspodcast at gmail.com or you're invited to be a guest on my podcast with your questions. Until next time,